I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. It's been a week. Um, Kelsey promised I could burn everything down and then didn't let me. Um, so there's that kind of energy going around. Arson is bad. What? Arson is bad. Arson is bad unless you're Waylon Jennings, in which it's cool as fuck. <laughs> you ever heard that story? So he's one of the like old like outlaw country dudes with like you know Johnny Cash in them. Mm-hmm. Um and he played in a barn with his band and they didn't get paid. And so he got like everybody had left and they still weren't getting paid. And then they got on the tour bus and Will and Jennings was like, just a minute, guys, I gotta grab something. Um, and then he comes back and all of a sudden there's this boom. Um, and he used the sticks of dynamite that he just carried around just in cases. Um because if they weren't getting paid, no one was getting paid, and he blew up the barn. <laughs> relatable content. Oh my god, it's so relatable. <laughs> oh my god. And this is everybody's like, oh, country's bad. I fucking love outlaw country. Oh. <laughs> like the pre 9 11 when it's actually good, and fucking Chris Christopherson is stealing a military helicopter to land on Johnny Cash's lawn to give him a demo tape. Fucking incredible. <laughs> That's Becca energy, if anything yeah. is. Like, a it damn is truly world, and we are all just living it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be ideal. I would have less debt if that were true. Mm, wouldn't we all? Right? More. This is Queer Halftime. <laughs> Twenty minutes, Welcome. Three and a half minutes, and we Welcome. have not said anything of substance. Uh, substance? <laughs> my, substance. Name is, my name is Becca. I use she, they pronouns. My name is Kelsey, and I use they, she pronouns. And my name is Paige. I use they, them pronouns. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> You're in for that a lot of that. So we're fine. <laughs> this episode, I was scrolling through TikTok and there was a critique of this thing um that we will get to in a minute. And I was like, holy shit, that would be a great podcast episode. And then I texted Kelsey. I was like, I have an idea. It's gonna make the Christians so mad. Um yeah, and then told them with very little context. Yeah. So and by Christians, I mean the ones that hate gay people and use it as an excuse to be shitty. So probably not anybody listening to this podcast. Right? Great. So, who's heard of the King James Bible? Woo! woo. Unfortunately. Yeah, the I'm Mormon, Mormon has. <laughs> Thanks. The, <laughs> the Mormon. The Mormon. You're a token I'm Mormon. Not, I'm not the queer, I'm the Mormon. <laughs> the I mean, you're also. One token at a time. <laughs> like, I mean, there are multiple queers here, so you're not the. True. But you are the one and only mormon yes you can't um, be tokenized here but we'll find a way <laughs> we will we will find a way okay so for those of you who don't know and didn't go to catholic school like me um it was basically an early modern english translation of the <laughs> i don't know why okay i feel weird because it's angled really far yeah. towards page um yeah so it was by the church of england it was commissioned in 1604 published in 1611 sponsored by king james the sixth and first oh okay so wait Wait. so what about the other four yeah what What about the other king james the second third fourth and fifth they don't get the the bible so the sixth and the first are one man oh (laughs) he is both james the sixth and james the first Um, make it make sense <laughs> so i was writing this and i told Paige, and i was like i wish i had more time because this is actually a really fucking fascinating point in history um but we're just going to talk about the gay shit so i've had to cut out a lot of stuff no I'm i've cut to- out an entire civil war i've cut out 
a whole bunch of religious shit. But I have questions though. Okay, well, I'll tell you why he's the okay. sixth king of the first. Because hey, I was like, I don't get it. So he was born in 1566 and he was the king of Scotland as James the sixth and the king of England and Ireland as James the first. Okay. Ah. Right? So <laughs> he, he like tried to get the countries to kind of play along um but scotland and england were not really having it and they remained like individual states they just had the same king um so like different parliaments and stuff so on the scottish side he was uh the son of mary queen of scots right she was forced to abdicate um forced to who abdicate so not be queen anymore oh because her husband pulled some can we not just say they made her quit well, because then there was like a beheading later. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she got Beyond getting quitting your job. All right. So, oh. yeah. So he became king at 13 months old. <laughs> and there were like several different regents. I can't remember if one of the regents was his dad, who was like a total shithead. Um, oh, my God. But yeah. So Mary, Queen of Scots, was the great granddaughter of Henry VII, who was king of England and lord of Ireland, which made James... A potential successor to all three countries' thrones. I'm glad that she knows what's going on here because I don't think either of us have a clue. Right? This is the very, very, very condensed version of this. Great. Right? The whole tutor. I feel like I need all the details to even know what's going on. Okay. So you know Henry VIII with all the wives? Not personally. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) If you're wondering what that sound was, that was me hitting my boss. so good though so basically the whole issue here is henry didn't have any sons it's why he married so many people okay right he did have two daughters his oldest Mm. daughter mary who is not james's mom mary there are several marys oh my god his oldest daughter was a catholic since there were no sons she took over after he died okay she pissed a lot of people off killed a lot of protestants her sister took over when she died, and that was Elizabeth the first. Oh, right. Yeah. So, very, you know, very famous queen. So James takes over when his cousin Elizabeth dies. Okay. Because she did not have, she didn't get married. She didn't have children. And he's thirteen months old, so it's yeah. a good time. Well, to take I mean, throne. that was a little later. Okay. First, he's the king of Scotland. Oh, so he okay. wasn't even thirteen months old yet. So thirteen months old, he's the king of Scotland. Oh, okay. the king of England comes later. Yeah, four <laughs> different regents um and then he you know came of age got a little bit of control he married anne of denmark um he they had seven kids three of whom survived into adulthood a couple other pregnancies <laughs> it's the 1500s <laughs> the one to remember is charles ah i've heard of that name you have you have indeed uh <laughs> So in 1603, so let's see, he's, yeah, older at this point. I don't know, like 30s maybe? Then his cousin Elizabeth dies and he Mm -hmm. becomes, um, yeah. Okay. So they tried really hard to make it a smooth transition because England had been through a lot of shit because of religion recently. I'm sorry. The white people are facing the consequences of their own actions. (laughs) Of the monarchy. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's wild. There was there's a whole civil war coming out of the pipeline. That. Um he survived a couple of assassination attempts. 
Um, he was also, if you've heard of the gunpowder plot with Guy Fox, that was during his reign. Surprise, probably not surprise, no. Yeah, like this was November. Is that that? Yeah. Is that that? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, insane. Yeah, V for Vendetta, my dude. Um, <laughs> I know nothing. I'm like, I don't yeah. even know where I am. So he reigned over <laughs> all three kingdoms for 22 years. This is known as the Jacobean era until his death in 1625. No, Jesus. So wait, we didn't even, this wasn't even a hundred years of a journey? No. I'm exhausted. No. <laughs> Have you ever, you know, I often say we're going on a journey together. This journey feels like it's a bus off a cliff. <laughs> like, I don't, crashing was, and burning at yeah. all. Like 60? Oh, I think. It's a good time to die. pretty good. You know what? See, okay. Can I dispel a myth right now? Yes, please. The do. only reason everybody's like, oh, everybody died when they were like 25 is because the infant mortality rate dragged so the high. average so low. If it you live through adulthood, there was a really good chance you were going to live a fairly long life. Like there were Romans who lived to over 100. Fancy. Like, yeah. It's it's like putting hot food in your fridge and the hot food warming up the cold food that's already in there. But with. That is a wild analogy. <laughs> about dead babies never related to anything more (laughs) (laughs) i warned you guys in the history of episodes that should not be released i wasn't expecting this to be i know right (laughs) but um so yeah that's a little overview so when james was a kid he was praised for his chastity because he showed very little interest in women they were like, what a chaste, good boy. Oh, not chasing after ladies. He's 13 months. Good so job. Well. Clearly straight boy. Can't even get <laughs> Wow. Fantastic. So, yeah. Okay. Throughout his life, James had really close relationships with several male courtiers. So there's been a lot of debate, obviously, because there's the historians that are like, nobody was gay ever. Mm-hmm. They were oh, clearly yeah. just besties. They were roommates. Um, <laughs> oh it's yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like he did also have like a female mistress who is not his wife so i'm leaning more towards the bisexual argument but i don't Mm -hmm. i don't get it what it's fine to have a mistress and 40 wives but one gay lover (laughs) and that's where we draw the plot so in the french court the king's mistress was an official title oh my god i want that i should get it you would have to fuck me. Like, I want a bit to be have a king's mistress. You want to have a king's mistress? I want to. I want to be the king with a title. But yeah. I thought you're all about like mistress. no hierarchies. And now you're like, I as am. soon as you hear you get to have a mistress, <laughs> put me at the top. Oh boy. So yeah, he gets compared a lot to his predecessor, Elizabeth, because um, he was very, you know, kind of quiet, reserved, scholarly. Um, whereas she was like very flirtatious and ostentatious and stuff. Um, there was a saying that translated from Latin was Elizabeth was king, now James is queen. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of speculation. Interesting. So a short list of boyfriends, Esme Stewart, the Duke of Lennox, Robert Carr, the Earl of Somerset, and George Villiers, the Duke of Buckingham. George is the big one. George yeah George is the big one so one politician stated that he never yet saw any fond husband make so much or so great dalliance over his beautiful spouse as I have seen King James over his favorites especially the Duke of Buckingham 
Like this guy, the king dotes on this guy more than most loving men dote on their wives, is what this guy is saying. I love that. Yeah. Like even the good husbands have nothing on the doting that is going on. (laughs) So there was also a poet. (laughs) This this has to be a translation. It's so funny. Um, Observe that it is well known that the king of England fucks the Duke of Buckingham. (laughs) <laughs> I can't. was was the f word around back then sure was bud really did yep. it mean that yeah oh my god <laughs> oh my god so this relationship also seemingly confirmed by buckingham in his oh, writing oh i just well i want there to be a poetry book in some like catholic school that just has that untranslated <laughs> in it like well, i want so- that <laughs> Yeah, so he was a French poet, so it was probably translated from French. But yeah, oh, I love that. Yeah, nice. That's not even poetry. That's just fact. I know. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I don't think that was one of his poems. It was just like a statement. <laughs> I thought it was prose. He just called him is a poet. Yeah. Fair, fair. Okay. <laughs> you could write a whole poem about that. Yes, I could. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you want to hear how George Villiers got basically pretty woman? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, August 1614, at the age of 21, Buckingham, aka George Villiers, caught the eye of King James I on a hunt. So, opponents of the king's favorite at the time, who was Robert Carr, the Earl of Somerset, saw an opportunity to basically get rid of that favorite and replace them with their guy, who they like better and who will listen to them. What's an Earl? A what? An earl. It's a title. Oh. It's like, you know, dukes and marquesses and all these different... I I think it's one of the lower ones. Interesting. Yeah. Certainly not a duke, which is what Buckingham will be. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if there are any earls named Earl. Oh my god. (laughs) All I can think about is that song, Goodbye Earl. (laughs) Hi, I'm Earl, the Earl of Earl. Hey. Goodbye Earl of Earl. I can't remember I told you guys this, but like a couple weeks ago... I woke up at like 3 a.m. and my, like I had my bedroom window open and I heard somebody <laughs> blasting goodbye Earl. <laughs> and I was like, either something just went down or it's a warning. Yeah. <laughs> dying today. Somebody something fucking about to go down. Yeah. Honestly, it was probably just my neighbor singing karaoke. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so they wanted to promote their guy. Fair. They raised money to get him an entire new wardrobe. And there was a whole bunch of like lobbying to secure his appointment as the royal cupbearer, um, which kind of allowed him to, you know, get close to the king. They would like have conversations. And like cup like you that. drink out of? Yes. Okay. There was a lot of, there are some wild titles in here and we'll get to those. <laughs> We're not I'm already there. <laughs> my fiance fills my water bottle all day. I feel like I should call her the royal cupbearer. It's like, I just... <laughs> So, yeah, he began to appear at dances in, like, very fancy clothing. Um, He would exhibit his, like, grace and be like, look how hot I am. His shoulder, his clavicle. Yeah. (laughs) How scandalous. (laughs) A little neck bone. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, which I love so much is, like, you were talking about, like, oh, God forbid they have, like, a boy lover. But these other courtiers were like oh his the king's boyfriend isn't gonna do what we want let's promote this other twink (laughs) 
Wow. Because money comes first. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. So once he won James's favor, he advanced really, really rapidly through the ranks of nobility. So, and each, yeah, one growing. So in 1615, he was knighted as a gentleman of the bedchamber, which isn't because you fuck the king. It's like, it's like, no, um... I think it's like a boy version of a handmaid. Oh, um, not entirely sure. The next year, he became the king's master of the horse. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What horse? I mean, all the horses. The king's really special expensive horses. Oh. I keep losing my place because you just keep being like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, what specific horse is the master? Then he was elevated to the peerage as Baron Wadon? Uh I don't know. Viscount Villiers and made Knight of the Garter. Again, not a fucking thing, just Knight yeah. of the Garter. Yeah. Like that garter belt that you not wear quite, on your leg but at sure. a wedding. The next year he was made Earl, and in 1618 <laughs> promoted to Marquess of Buckingham. <laughs> then finally in 1623, so eight years of just constant advances, he became the Duke of Buckingham. Um and this allowed him to get close to the royal heir, Charles I. And they became friends. Um, he tutored the prince, taught him dancing. Um, and this friendship would be one of many things that would lead both of them to be so unpopular that one was assassinated and the other beheaded at the end of the Civil this War. This is somebody else's boyfriend, right? So this is so James and Villiers are together. Yeah. Villiers teaches James' son dancing. And they become friends. Okay, and then he's gonna fall for his son, right? Is that what no? I don't. Next? I don't think that's what happens. They Damn. just, yeah, they just fuck up all of England together. Nice. Well, Jesus, um, I'll take that. Fuck no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, the thing about the whole Duke of Buckingham thing is that it was recreated for him. Um. Because, like, the this dukedom had lapsed in 1572. So it had to be recreated, and he was also now the only duke that was not royalty. Interesting. Yeah. Because hmm. a lot of times dukes are, like, princes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like, that's what we have now with the dipshits oh. over there, is they're both dukes. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, so. not Harry anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do they, like, live in Toronto? No. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't follow the... I don't either, but I feel like... Monarchy. Because your fiancé has, like, Listen, a fascination. He, so she did have a fascination, and then she realized her fascination was problematic, and she has had significantly less wow. fascination recently, <laughs> actually. Yeah, we don't talk about it at all. He also, in this time, um, I missed one. He was also the Lord High Admiral of England in 1690. Well, so that one's more political. So he gets some political power and not just the Mm. king's boyfriend power. So, like, he ends up having a ton of influence over Ireland. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, but no, they definitely weren't boyfriends. Um, It's not like there were passageways from between their bedrooms. Mm -hmm. So I could sneak leave. Because he's the chambermaid or something. Yeah, like the royal. Cup it's unrelated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unrelated. The horses. 
for you to be covered the horses. So yeah. you want to hear something super not gay at all? No, nope. never. At some, <laughs> point, at some point in James's letters, he refers to Villiers as his wife and states, "I will live and die a lover of you." Aww, super straight. No homo in sight. No. Oh god, <laughs> it's like that Hosea song. Take me to church. That's what it reminds me of. Did you spell Hosea? I don't know. Is that his name? What's his name? Hosier. I don't know. Hosier. Very French. I'm a French. Make him en français. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hosier. Oh, oh my that's god. What I thought it was. So, the king was decently popular. Like, despite the early assassination attempts, he was decently popular because it was fairly stable, right? Like, okay. under Mary, there had been this, like, executions of all these Protestants. And then she had been a Catholic queen, and then Elizabeth came in, and she was a Protestant queen, and all the Catholics were real scared. So it was all this stuff. Elizabeth kind of stabilized things a little bit, and then once, but everybody was like, "What's going to happen when she dies? She ain't got no kids." Mm-hmm. Okay. So James is here. There's a man back on the throne. He is, you know, steady. He's gay, and we love it. Yeah. Villiers, on the other hand, not popular. Mm. he used his power to promote his family and friends mm. um like i said he gained a lot of political power over like the actual goings-on yeah. of the various countries um and he was eventually assassinated but before that he remained james's companion until the king's death wow speaking of in his latter years james suffered increasingly from arthritis gout and kidney stones fucking sucks he also lost his teeth and drank heavily uh, oh, did he have like wooden dentures? Unrelated question. He lost his teeth. How's that unrelated? I don't know. I wooden dentures. Just do you want to hear? Do you want to hear another? If you're fascinated by historical dentures, you could you should look into George Washington. Oh, see, it's so many different versions. Of yeah. Them. Um, some more problematic than others. Um, but what's really funny is whenever he's in like movies being portrayed he's just like yeah America Mm -hmm. but apparently he was really soft spoken and didn't open his mouth very much because usually the dentures like made his mouth fucking stink Um, like his teeth were rotting and shit and he was like very quiet he had like kind of a whispery voice I hate it well some of them were ivory some were wood I think there were some that were teeth of enslaved people Um, there were a lot of different iterations I would put shark teeth in mine. That'd be, be cool and fun. Yeah. I think you, you, would, cut, you would cut the shit out of your gums. so fun. Oh, I would love that. But considering he was bled to death by his own doctors, he had bigger problems. Yeah. George Washington, not James. We're going to get to how James died. Not from arthritis. Or <laughs> no. Health. No. Although it made his life super shitty. Um, so as he got sicker and sicker, he kind of pulled back a little bit um from what he was doing which kind of led the way for villiers to consolidate a lot of his control over the soon-to-be king charles the first okay right his former tutor his mm-hmm. friend he had a huge amount of power over charles the first he'd consolidated a lot of political power you know mm-hmm. the scheming the scheming partner that everybody thought hillary clinton was back in the 90s fantastic <laughs> love that yeah yeah. we haven't really talked about the whole charles thing too much but it's like yeah whole other thing so in 1625 he got malaria 
then had a stroke, and then died of dysentery with Villiers by his side. Aww. Romance. Romance. Your boyfriend just shit himself to death. (laughs) (laughs) That's what dysentery is! Gross. Nice. (laughs) I love that. So yeah, Charles ends up beheaded at the end of the Civil War. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the man who, like, one of the most popular iterations of the Bible is about. And now there's a more recently released Queen James Bible, which takes out a lot of the references to homosexuality, clears up some of the mistranslations, um, adds some context. Like, it's mostly in line with what, like, biblical scholars kind of all agree is what was actually being said. There are a couple things that are a little bit less, that people are a little bit more like, maybe uh, what's thoughts page i have them <laughs> you look like um, you have a lot what no i'm just obviously i know like different iterations of the bible and whatnot but yeah. i just my brain is like how i like have to remove things like so, like the homophobia and like, that kind of so stuff much, so like so I, i'm just like it's not so much removing passages. They keep all the passages in. It's fixing earlier mistranslations. So like we've heard gotcha. the whole like man shall not lie with man. Right? So that was a reference to pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Originally in the like Greek, the Hebrew, it was about man shall not lie with boy. Um, or in the story of the men of Sodom. Mm-hmm. Right? That's usually a big one. Um, because this crowd shows up and wants to assault these two dudes that are staying with this other person. Um, But it's more to like humiliate them and sort of exercise power. It's not like a gay thing Um, because it's almost like that's never about sex. And like the story itself is actually about um, hospitality because that was like a hugely crucial Mm -hmm. value in kind of the ancient world um, is being hospitable to guests um, so that's what that story is actually about and like protecting these guests but so it's it's stuff like that right it's okay, just kind of changing sense. words um and translations just to change the meaning right make it like more kind of cohesive well make not it even more cohesive just like because a lot of translations are done in the context of the time yeah so like i recently read there was a woman who translated the odyssey which is like a greek tale from homer um and it had been translated by men primarily before and they were men of their time so um there are references to the servants in the house whereas she uses a more appropriate term of slaves which changes an entire the context of an entire scene right totally yeah um or like some of the descriptions of helen of troy right like they she's described as basically dog-faced which these men or um translated as oh she was this is clearly homer calling her a bitch right right and she's like well no this is just a descriptor like yeah yeah interesting okay so yeah it's like that but so yeah now there's the queen james bible and everybody quoting the king james bible about kicking their gay kid out guess what You know, that's what I also <laughs> there's whole passages about kick, you shouldn't kick your family out. I um, think that this is where I show my lack of knowledge in religion because I truly thought that the King James Bible was a Bible about King James. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
That's the no, version of the Bible. Makes more sense. No. It's just a Bible with his name on it. Yeah, it's the Bible like, that he commissioned. I was like, this is interesting. You could just get your own Bible, like the Kelsey Bible, a Bible about me. They well, just change God and Jesus to Kelsey. So, like, <laughs> the Bible and we'll write therefore masses <laughs> were in Latin for hundreds of years, mm. right? Priests did mass in Latin, right? And so, this was an early English version which made it accessible to more people gotcha so that's yeah it's a very very famous version it's also like one of the really widely used ones still today mm-hmm. like there have been a couple new editions but yeah i would be that person at like a bookstore being like I, this looks like a good yeah. version of the bible for me well like, but some real fun stuff happens here and so <laughs> different versions of the bible the like yeah. <laughs> it's just king james it is okay <laughs> you say that when i was a kid i had like a a bible for kids and it was like one bible story a night and there were pictures yes yeah. i figured you would that's yeah. why i was like yeah it's a picture yeah. book no it's like i think i have two different versions of the bible it's a picture from, book version yeah two different family members um but the thing about yeah creating an addition to the bible is also choosing what goes in and what doesn't yeah right because there's actually so many more books like mary magdalene has a book that is not in the bible which is so interesting because you can't just like write a book yeah you can't just like rewrite books but you can rewrite the Bible. Like, well, there was okay. a whole council about it that Santa Claus was at. What? Well, wasn't St. Nicholas at the Council of Nicaea? Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It's where they decided on what books were going to be in the Bible. Oh. Because there were like, I don't know, over a hundred. Santa was there. Yeah. There were like <laughs> over a hundred books and they decided which ones and Jesus' girlfriend's book did not get put in. Yeah. Oh. Are, okay. <laughs> you know what? If, have you ever seen um the Santa Claus, that really bad movie with what who was it? Tim Allen. Yeah. Oh. And you know where he I don't kills remember, Santa. I don't remember if it's the first one or the second one that they meet with like Mother Nature and the Tooth Fairy. That's what I picture when you're oh like my God. Santa Claus was there. It's like <laughs> I don't know if you've ever read. <laughs> it's just all of these like people, Saint Nick like so to be a saint, you have from a miracle, right? Mm. Do you know what his miracle Does was? Nick have a Christmas. It wasn't Christmas. It was, I think it was, so I think it was some guy like killed his kids and hid them in a barrel. Um, and then St. Nicholas resurrected them. Oh, why? So there's this wild painting of these two small children and like it's Renaissance. So any children and babies are just small men and they're oh. like floating out of a barrel. It's... <laughs> I'm just picturing. No, yeah, look it up. It's wild. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, but yeah, because to be a saint, you have to be miracles. If you are, you can't just be like a chill person. I very much picture people's brains like a filing cabinet. See, I'm in a very big movie reference phase right now. Apparently, do you remember Bruce Almighty? <laughs> yeah, thinking more of the SpongeBob ones where they're all running around. Last, yes, yes, but that was like the filing cabinet. Like he pulls yeah. it out and it just keeps going. That's your brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how do you even hold See, some of this stuff? I think of it as the SpongeBob one with all of the smaller SpongeBobs running mm. around because he forgot somebody's name. Yeah, I'm like where's the name? And they're looking through filing cabinets. Is like something's on fire. And yeah, like, that's my brain. That's what I. Yeah. So there is filing cabinets, but also things are on fire. Um, mostly important Mine's, things like yeah, man. Mine's just empty lately. Mm. Yeah. No I hair. Got nothing. No thoughts. No hair. No <laughs> thoughts. You shaved your head, and all the thoughts escaped. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> to hold them in, right? <laughs> <laughs> You do. You have a tiny little fuzz, fuzz. A tiny little stomach. Yeah. 
fuzz fuzz but yeah quick <laughs> quick little episode dunking on king james oh what a ginger, though. i'm because it's been a lot do you have a queer joy no <laughs> but i would love to hear yours <laughs> Um, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm like three days away from vacation. <laughs> I desperately needed. Yeah, I'm. Vacation. It's so needed. I haven't taken vacations since this time last year. So yeah. Um, I just got back from vacation. I went to Ireland because I was going to get in trouble if I didn't use my vacation. <laughs> but it was very, very fun. Um, also, part of one of my greatest joy about talking to people who are not Canadian is getting to introduce them to the fact that rats are illegal in Alberta. (laughs) And to all of our American listeners, please Google rat distribution map. Because it's like the entire world minus like Antarctica and the North Pole and then a perfect cutout of Alberta. It's true. Where there are no rats because they're illegal. There's rat police. (laughs) No, there are. There's like a phone number you call if you see and a rat and they go and they the arrest the rat. Yes. Yeah. They're fucking kill on site. <laughs> yeah. Um, People are like, don't use your art tax dollars for your rainbow crosswalk. Use tax dollars for the rat police. <laughs> like, what? But yeah, rats are illegal and it's so much fun to introduce that concept to people who are not Canadian because none of them know. I didn't know. Yeah. Even being Canadian, I didn't know until I moved to Alberta. Yeah. And I, I thought I saw yeah. it once and everybody freaked out. They were like, you can't. And I was like, what? I was on vacation last week and had a friend from America visiting and uh, forgot to mention the rabbit. So I'm going to have to bring that back, yeah. back up. Yeah, right. Uh, the look on his face when he first tried poutine, I will never forget. It was iconic. Um, but I'm sorry. Do you? There's real people that have never tried poutine. Yeah. Do you want to hear something hilarious? Yes. So um, we were in Belfast and we were walking around and there was a truck with a beaver holding a hockey stick on it and it was selling poutine damn we did not get it because we were like what if it's really really good (laughs) and then we can never have it again yeah so to protect ourselves and our hearts both from cardiac arrest and disappointment (laughs) um, we didn't get the belfast poutine disappointing i know well it's a lost opportunity right there yeah yeah i did get to go to a castle multiple castles actually nice cool as fuck oh yeah yeah king james was gay <laughs> please have that just be the end of the episode yeah. <laughs> just, just do the right whole, like, uh thanks for joining us be kind to yourself and others we'll see you next time king james was gay <laughs> <laughs>